Hey Logan, pretty cool episode though. I feel like you cheated by lumping all of the oozes together. <laughs> the goblin alternatives were very cool. I especially like the animated brooms or other items and the trolls uh, pieces that are regenerating little tiny trolls attached to them. Uh, I think a, um, a little tiny baby troll with a huge foot or a huge hand is just hilarious. Uh, so good, good going on that one. I can, I can even imagine a, um, a troll head with a little tiny body attached to it that just sort of rolls around and tries to bite your ankles. I love it. Ankle biters. <laughs> I was thinking even more about it since you called in and I thought it would be cool to have it something that was done on purpose so you have your party enter a room deep within the bowels of some evil sorcerer's castle and the sorcerer had chopped up a troll in order to generate a troll army but of course it hasn't gotten very far and so you've got all these mini trolls with big pieces all over the place hi logan this is benjamin your variations on first halflings and then goblins made me think of the role-playing game Forbidden Lands by Free League Publishing. In their setting, halflings and goblins are actually the same race. When a halfling mother or goblin mother gives birth, there's a 50-50 chance that the child will be born as a goblin or a halfling. This is a great shame in the halfling community and they keep it secret. So all halfling mothers about to give birth and also goblin mothers about to give birth they go to a secret birthing site on the border to, between the goblin forest and the halfling shire and when they give birth they exchange the babies so the halfling mothers bring back halflings and goblins vice versa thanks oh that's super interesting thanks for calling that in benjamin i wonder how many things you could apply that same idea to to create kind of a whole new world ecology. For example, I know that Dennis L. McKiernan had something about dragons and krakens needing to mate, like the krakens were all the females and the dragons were all the males or some, some something like that. You could probably apply that same concept to a bunch of different monsters and produce some really interesting effects for your world. Thanks again. Hi Logan, Arfid here. I know I'm not an anchorite, but I thought I'd respond to your challenge uh, with the three monsters. So, my third favourite monster, although it's very rare that I've encountered it or used it as a GM, has got to be the dragon. Um, I just love the art that goes with the dragon when I see him in films and that. It just gives you a real fantasy feel. So, the dragon number three. Uh, number two, I would say, is the troll. Um, quite versatile I think uh, especially with young groups or um, early level groups I think it puts the wind up them I think uh, a troll puts quite a lot of fear in with regeneration and that uh, especially if they've got no fire so yeah and then number one is a skeleton just so versatile you can just throw loads of them at a group and uh, yeah just use so much thanks yes Thank you, Arfed, for leading the charge, being the first caller to call in your three favorite monsters. Those are great choices, 
And I really appreciate you calling those in. Dragons, I think, are just so epic and amazing that I, I'm almost nervous to go into them. I I want to do a show on dragons, and I know that Ray and I will need to do at least one, maybe two Monster Brother episodes on them. We'll like we'll have to cross that bridge when we get to it, but it it honestly makes me nervous. They're just so awesome. <laughs> also, the classic D and D troll is a good time waiting to happen, <laughs> and good old skeletons you just can't beat them. I think they are on multiple people's lists, and I think that they deserve to be there. Thanks again. Hey, what's up, Logan? My name is Joe Richter, first-time listener, first-time caller. I just heard so much about you from calling over at Spike Pit that I had to call and give you a listen, and I'm super glad I did. That was an awesome episode on monsters that you just did, especially that bit at the end about the really cool, super fun-sounding creatures that you could use in place of goblins. That was dope. Uh, I love oozes. I love death knights. There was a picture back in one of the old Rollmaster books from way back in the day that showed a death knight and it just fascinated me if i had to narrow it down to my three favorite monsters i would definitely go with uh i love oozes too so i'm right there with you i would also go with vampires but mine aren't sparkly and sexy they're more like the vampires from the dark tower novels and my top one would be red caps because they're just psychopathic little murderous bastards peace out have a great one thanks Hey, what's up, Logan? It's Joe Richter again. I'm just digging through your catalog, starting from the most recent, work my way backwards. And I just got to say, there is never enough said about gopher people. Awesome. Thanks, Joe, for listening and for just jumping right in there and calling. I appreciate that. Great monster choices. Oozes and slimes are awesome. I just adore them. And vampires... Gosh, there's so much you can do with vampires and so many different versions of them that you can use. Oh, wow. <laughs> and red caps, great choice. Those are so crazy. I love the idea of these just horrible little beasties that just want to murder, murder, murder and dip their hats in the blood. Yuck. <laughs> Those gopher people are really getting a lot of attention. I'm going to have to make a little trifold go for people adventure or something this episode let's talk about adventure parties you're getting together to play and everyone is rolling up their characters what's next are you going to play through that age-old tavern scene are they all going to get a job from some monarch thief boss decrepit sage or guild council how do you all know each other have you been talking about it during character creation or not Here's a fun way you could tackle it. Give each player a scrap of paper and have them write down a few roles their character might play. For example, the wizard might write teacher, parent, aunt or uncle, rival, that mean old jerk that never let any of us have any fun. Then have the players compare their lists and see where they can overlap. Another thing you can try is before anybody even picks up their pencil or dice to talk about it and come up with something or find what someone has a passion about 
and start from there. For example, Brian Holland of the Session Zero Zine did an issue all about clerics, and he made all these different kinds of clerics, so they had this wide range of abilities, and his players got excited about that, and they wanted to play a game in which all the characters were clerics. That's super interesting. What happens when all the characters are clerics of different deities? Eight variations on murder hobos who met in a tavern. Number one, family. Why not make all the characters relatives? Number two, orphans. I really loved these fantasy novels by Paul R. Fisher when I was young. They started with the Ash Staff and follow the story of a bunch of orphans raised by an old sage. Number three, caravan. You could have your merchant, your guard, drover, appraiser, healer. Number four, carnies. How about a magician, a wrestler, a contortionist, faith healer, animal trainer? Number five, religious outcasts. You could have a wandering rebel bishop with a hired mercenary, a penitent thief, and a faithful guide. Number six, lepers. You could have all the usual party members, but the reason they're together is that they've all shown symptoms of a disease and have been quarantined or shunned together. Number seven, ship's crew. Adventuring parties often end up sailing at some point or another. What if they started out as a crew who lost their ship in a strange land? Number eight, last of their kind. What if the party consists of the last humans in the world? Or maybe elves? Or dwarves? Or gopher people? That's all I have this time. I hope you'll give me a call using the Anchor app or send me a note at swordbreakerzine at gmail.com. Let me know those three favorite monsters. Or... Tell me about the party dynamics in your game. Have you ever had a party that started out connected in some interesting way? Let me know. I also have a Patreon. You can visit me there. Have a great one. The crew at your table is making demands. They want adventure in fantasy lands. Wahoo! Swordbreaker! You need some options and you need them now. They're bored with the owl bears and sick of the drow. Wahoo! Swordbreaker! You're brilliant, it's true, but you know in the end, even the finest can use a friend with random rambling and homebrewed lists. Listener content with awesome twists. Bounce, 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 swordbreaker.